every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Yo, 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 welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast. Today we got our man Tyler Tyree. What's up, guys? How's it going? Bro, so explain to me how, how your name, your last name is spelled, but how you actually pronounce it, because that was interesting. Uh, all right, all right. So it's pronounced Tyree, yeah. um, but it's spelled T-H-U-I. R E R. See, when I first heard it, I was like Tyler Thurier. Thurier, yeah. yeah thurier. All my all my life, it's always been Thurier from everyone, you know. And it, it just gets to a point where you just, you answer to it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, it's funny when I was growing up, you know, before the day of cell phones, you know, caller ID and all that shit. Yeah. Um, you know, anytime someone called the landline. You always knew it was a telemarketer when they couldn't say your last name, you know. So, it was, <laughs> you know, so we're, my parents told me, you know, hey, if someone calls, they don't know how to say the last name, you know, just, it's a damn just go and that's hang key genius. So, like, so nobody you know, knows my basically, last name. literally, see, you know, now, someone asked for my parents. See, I think nowadays, no, I didn't ask no questions. Oh, you can't say your last name. Hang up. <laughs> I don't know if you have AT. Do you have AT and T? Verizon. Okay. Well, on AT and T, there's this feature on your phone now. Mm-hmm. When somebody calls you, you it's called Call, call Protect. Uh-huh. So if you download it from the Apple Store, you can. It, it, if you, if somebody calls you and you don't have their number saved, yeah. it'll try to guess who it is. Or if it says like, or if you have like. Um, if it's like a suspected scammer or mm-hmm. spam, it'll say suspected spam, scam, telemarketer. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, and it, it, that's pretty, pretty, pretty dumb. Like I downloaded it the other day, my brother told me about it, and I was like, dang. Yeah, I just don't answer any numbers I don't have saved. If it's important, they'll leave a voicemail. You know, I was, 100%. I was, I was, I was the same way, <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. I thought, about, I thought about like how much freelance I was losing. <laughs> okay, yeah, because my that. number gets passed around, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, it, a lot of people don't don't leave voicemails. I mean, they can text. <laughs> that's true that's true we're in a day where like, Usually, everyone everyone's like main numbers of cell phone you know i'm like let's just pop in my text message real quick if it turns blue they have an iphone perfect you know what i mean you know what's crazy is, is even crazier than that is the fact that your dm is like your new phone oh, number 100 like if you want yeah. business from me like if you want me to do a shoot with you like dm me yeah like it's not even just text me call Dude, me email me it's like yeah. dm me Dude, i don't even i barely check my email i, I check my email my business email We'll get this later, but I only check my business email like for like one or two contacts, yeah. you know, that like regularly send me work. Yeah. Other than that, is I just get a bunch of spam, you know, a bunch of yeah. like Adobe, like uh, Adobe little newsletters, you know, things you, like that. What you have to do is you have to go to uh, unroll.me.com or mm-hmm. I think it's just called unroll.me. It's a website that basically you log in with your Gmail and it lets you, uh, it, it, it looks at all the subscri- uh, subscription that you're subscribed to, like email mm-hmm. wise, like all the newsletters and you just select them all and you just unroll, Damn. it unsubscribes Ooh, from all do, of them. Does it, is it only Gmail though? Or can you do like, cause I have like a hot, I have like three different Hotmail accounts. I'm not sure. Like, you got Hotmail? Yeah, dude, Bro, shit, you got Hotmail? That's dude, just shit. from like, from like 2003, 2004, <laughs> you know, back in my, my Facebook, uh, Facebook first started MySpace days. I never used like I used Yahoo for like maybe I probably had a bunch of burner like Yahoo accounts you know like because that's what it what it was in the day but then pimp, I went to Hotmail I went to Hotmail this is before this is before Gmail came Daddy. out so yeah. I was all about that Hotmail what was the what was the first the first emails that came out like I remember it was it was at AOL at MSN mm-hmm. at Yahoo yeah yeah um, you had because I had all of them do you I remember had, uh, it was like. I want to say it was like Rocket Mail or something like that, where you can like customize, you can change like all. They had all the different like it was, mains or whatever, dude. Did no, you know I, I, I never. Uh, no. Whoa, I, I never got yeah. that deep. And I think the deepest I got was AOL. I don't know if it was the first, but for sure yeah. that was like one of the OGs. Yeah, I don't remember time. if it was like Rocket Mail or what exactly it was called. But you could go in, you know, you make you do your first part, and then everything after the ampersand. They had like 
four or five different custom ones that you could choose from and like that was like my jam for a little bit you know making all my runescape accounts you know and shit dude middle school man that was my life yo did you ever did you ever play maple story i never got into all my friends you already know i'm asian so i got on everything yeah i had like three or four really close friends who were like deep into maple story i can never get into it like i don't know if it was just like the graphic wise because it's all like you play like parallel right or whatever it's called yeah 2d the platform. I, I was like super. I'm, I'm gonna expose myself, and you already the know, Toontown. bro. I was super into Toontown. You ever heard of Toontown? Never heard of that one. Okay, either. so Disney had used to have this this online. It was, was it MMO RPG? It was a role yeah, playing. Yeah, which it was is a, all of them. It was a role playing game uh-huh. where you. Ba- it was like for the time. I was like, oh, dude, this is advanced. I'm like a 3D character in this world, and I could walk around wherever I wanted to. It was like yeah. it was like one of the earlier games. It was yeah, like yeah. Two, it was like 2002, 2003. I was like 12, 13 years old, yeah, yeah. and I played it up until like. You know, sophomore, no, junior year of high school, Damn. and periodically I would go back. But anyways, Damn. it died. It died in like 2006, 2007. Uh, mm. I guess Toontown decided to shut down because they weren't making enough money from it. Mm. But bro, I would be on that. Was game. it? Was it like a? You know, like was it listed on like AddictingGames.com or like Fetch Fido? Uh, no, those sites. You actually so okay. So this was a Disney game that you had to have a. Well, first of all, I was like you had to be 18 to have an account, so I had to have my parents sign up for it. <laughs> but you basically went on like Toontown com or something or on from disney website and you had to pay a hundred dollars a year to be able to pay it to be able to play it what a hundred dollars a year pay to play what and, the fuck and is you that? had to download and you, you had to download the 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 actual uh browser window or whatever yeah. that because you it wasn't like a it wasn't like a you can open up a tab on your computer and play mm-hmm. it you had to download the install the so it was like, a, like a client or whatever yeah or client it was like it's camelot wow or yeah. any of the oh EverQuest. <laughs> I almost fell off camera. Y'all seen it. But I was going to say, um, you've probably seen the fucking commercials. It's like these dudes getting like pied, and that's like the whole the gimmick with it all. Yeah. But okay, okay, so let me explain. Wait, wait, wait. Go, should we start the podcast? You, we're live. This is the podcast. <laughs> but remember, before anything, Tyler, right. Tyler yeah. there's go a conversation. <laughs> it's conversation time. Sorry. <laughs> so before, so okay, so the the whole game was basically you created a tune. Mm-hmm. It could be any character, like a dog, mouse, uh, chicken, I think, it, whatever it was, a yeah. bear, uh, and you can, and you basically had to like, you had gags that you threw mm-hmm. at cogs, which were like the corporate business, you know, yeah. t- you know, suits and everything. Stick it to them. And man. you could level up and everything. It was it was just a dope game, man. <laughs> it was it was it took a big chunk of my life. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah I've never heard of it, bro. Never. It was that and Neopets. Oh shit, Neopets. Neopets. Oh shit. <laughs> all right, so let's enough getting sidetracked. All right, all right. Yeah, let's get let's back go, to the man. back to the story here. Eight. Tyler, Tyree. Yeah. You are a Las Vegas based, right? Las Vegas based now. Yeah, yeah. But photographer um, and videographer. Photographer, videographer, and I do other things on the side. You know. So, so um, tell me real quick, how did you get started, like in photography? Like, what pushed you to? So really, it was um, around 2000. 11 okay wait, wait let me go back further than that actually so growing up in high school and i you know my group of friends we always were interested in like making like filming ourselves like doing stupid shit you know jackass type shit yes. you know um and so i had like a little like a mini dv tape camcorder you know and i was always the guy i never wanted to get hurt so i was like you know what you guys do the stunts i'll just film, film it and then i'll put it on tape you know and they'll watch it and it'll be fucking cool you know um so i started doing that you know and i would just record us you know doing stupid shit you know um stuff that you look back now and it's like why did we film that like it wasn't <laughs> even that cool you know like running down a hill and tripping yourselves like whatever um but anyway, so that's, like, where, like, my first love for, like, cameras, like, kind of started, you know, and that was, like, uh, YouTube had just come out, so, like, 2005, you know, somewhere around there, I think, mm-hmm. 2005, 2006. Yeah. Um, 
and then that led to doing like I wanted to then like start doing like little short films so like we wrote this like little skit or whatever and we filmed it um put it on YouTube you know basically it was the whole premise it was called mustard deli and basically the main character was a mustard bottle who was like a don of a mafia you know and like the whole episode like he like kills people and whatnot he kills a mormon too but yeah it gets deep but um anyways uh so that's like like the first early stuff or whatever mm-hmm. um and then from now i was like you know how i want to go to film school it's really cool well, i wanted to do that and that was like the plan up until like senior year and then mm-hmm. i kind of took like a career path changed uh with like my senior project and getting into the fire service type stuff um and so that kind of like you know i'm gonna go do the fire service now instead of going to film school well, uh, what, what, what's the fire service like uh, be a firefighter oh, okay yeah yeah real quick before anything um you watch cky yeah, oh, I know of it. Also, so like Jackass and Bam. Yeah, because those uh, are like show. the OGs yeah. of Jackass. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because yeah. that's what I got started into because gotcha. I was skating and all that. So I was yeah, like, yeah. So I never actually watched any like of the mm-hmm. CKY guys. Um, I just knew of them through, you know, Jackass and Bam Margera's show. Um, yeah, yeah. Viva La Bam, things like that. Um, but anyway, so then, um, oh, yeah. So, th- so then went and like went to school for all like the the to be a paramedic you know went to the fire academy yada yada and that was going to be my life you know um i still had like a small interest in like making videos here and there mm-hmm. um but then in like 2000 2011 or so after i graduated um i moved out that's when i moved out here to vegas and one of my best friends i was living with uh he was a drummer and he just came up to me he's like hey man like let's do some, some like drum cover videos you know i want to put them on youtube i'm like all right we can do stuff like that and i had at the time i'd bought like a t1i when i was in college that but i yes. never used it i didn't know how to use the damn thing you know I, I could shoot on like um um auto you know yeah uh, but other than that i didn't know how to use it but i was like you know i'll go buy a tripod you know we'll set this up you know we'll do some cool angles I already had like a small like little basic knowledge in using Sony Vegas, you know, to edit. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, so so we started with that. You know, she was like everybody got started in Sony Vegas, man. Well, Hell Sony yeah. Vegas or fi- Final Cut. Yeah, you know what I mean. Those are like the two yeah. main. No, Premiere totally. Premiere wasn't even in the Dude, running. Nope, nothing. Uh, so then, um, you know, started with like the drum covers, you know, and then I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I was like, the more we did stuff, I was like, man, I I want to get back into doing like photo and video. So at the time I was working, um, working for this company doing, um, nuclear medicine, um, stuff. And I had a lot of free time on my hands, um, uh, cause I'd only work three days a week. Um, and so those other four days I'm like, I want to find something else to take up my time. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to go find like a job or I want to, I want to find like an internship, like a doing video, like someone who would teach me more. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to a few different places. One of the places I ended up reaching out to is like a wedding company out here. Um, and uh, they brought me in for an interview, you know, cause like, well, we don't really do internships, but if you want to come and interview, you know, maybe you can come join our team. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time I still had no idea how to shoot manual, you know, barely knew how to use my T1I, you know? Um, but I went and interviewed, you know, and they're like, do you know how to, they asked me the questions, you know, like, do you know what aperture is, you know, do you know ISO, do you, you know how to shoot manual? I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, all right, yes. great. Well, so you, the, it, you know, they're like, all right, well. Fake the fun, fake it till you make it. Exactly. Hey. Dude, so then, like, after I did that and I found out, like, they're like, all right, come back in, you know, a week, we'll, we'll get started, you know, we'll do a little in-house training, you know, with you. And so I went home that night, dude, and like three days straight was glued to YouTube, just trying to learn as much as I could about manual um, Dang, controls. Dang, that's, you know? that's crazy. Uh, still, that, that, that's something dope. I live I live by, bro, yeah. to, the, to this day. YouTube University. Is, no, but that, and also uh, like, like, like this is what I tell Chuck too, is if, if, if somebody, if a client ever asks you to do something, yeah. you don't know it. 
but you know you can learn it. Yeah. You you you, you accept the gig mm-hmm. and you give yourself the time from when you accept the gig to when the gig is to learn everything you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I learned crazy. in those three days, you know, crash course on that. Oop. On, uh, oop. <laughs> Good reflexes, bro. <laughs> crash course though on uh, yeah. on you know how to shoot manual, um, and then so I started doing that a little bit, shooting the weddings, you know, on like seventies, and then from that, um, a big passion of mine was always you know going to shows, uh, music shows and things like that, rock concerts, and I was like you know. I wanted to like make music videos and things like that. Mm. Um, but at the time I still didn't really know a whole lot of people out here in Vegas and definitely didn't know anyone in the music scene. So I just randomly started showing up. I'd find these random shows on Facebook, you know, local shows. So I started going, wouldn't talk to anyone and I'd just go and I'd take photos, you know, cause now, I, now that I knew how to shoot manually now I'm like, all right, let's do a little That's bit of practice, tight. you know? Um, and, but the more I did that, the more, you know, and the further I got into editing and, you know, using Lightroom and things like that, the more I started to love the photo side of things as well. Um, and it really helped me, you know, obviously also hone the skills and for video, you know, mm-hmm. doing a lot of manual focus type stuff. And so in the same realm, like in that same time frame, you were learning Lightroom and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's tight. That's yeah, tight. yeah. That's tight. Um, literally, like a little pirated copy, you know, of Lightroom yeah, Five. Yeah, you know, know we don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's actually how I got into the music photography, you know, because then eventually bands, you know, a bunch of my friends I have now, they started seeing me at the shows a lot with my cameras, and I would send them all the all the photos I did, you know, and. So that slowly led to that side of things, you know, doing all the music photography, which led then to shooting for an online, um, like magazine zine or whatever, you know, doing covering shows and mm-hmm. writing, um, reviews, things like that. Um, which then led to bigger things where now I have like management teams reaching out to me like, Hey, Fuck I have yeah. so-and-so artist in town playing at Brooklyn bowl, playing at house of blues, playing downtown Las Vegas event center. Can you go out and shoot them? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you throw me, you, th- <laughs> yeah. you throw me an all access pass. I'll go, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, so, so, so you like, you primarily wanted to shoot like music videos and do video projects, but that yeah. kind of, but photography was your way into that world. Exactly. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's and so you know, and so the more friends that I befriended in the music scene, you know, I'm like, Hey guys, I don't do just photos. You know, I also shoot a bunch of videos, you know, I yeah. show Yes. I show him like the shitty ass like drum cover videos <laughs> I I shot in 2012, you know, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, let's do something, you know, so that slowly led to that, you know, and, you know, just making more contacts in like, um, more photographer friends, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously the people I worked with at the first wedding company, um, I worked for the studio, a bunch of them helped out and things like that. And so that's really where I got started, you know, and, uh, nowadays, I mean, I still shoot, um, weddings here and there with my buddy, Adam. Um, and I still do, do, do the, the wedding photography or the wedding video. I, so when I shoot with my buddy, Adam, I do strictly video. Okay. Um, and so, so under he takes care of the photography or yeah, yeah. And okay. he takes care of all the business stuff side Same. of things, you know, yes. so, so the stuff That's I never I wanted to do, you know? Um, so, so basically I just show up, I shoot, um, I edit most of the stuff, but I have some really awesome people, um, that work with me. Um, like my buddy, Eddie, um, I got, I got these two guys, uh, Cody's who are really good. My buddy, Alex, Rosemary worked worked with us for a few times. You know, mm-hmm. Rosemary's awesome. That's how I, um, me and her, uh, became friends. Um, Rosemary's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my buddy Matt, but they all, you know, now they're at the point where they're helping out with edits as well. Um, so yeah, so weddings, you know, I, I'm at the point where I don't love doing weddings, you know, but you know, they're still 
there to. That seems to be like a recurring thing <laughs> in Vegas, bro. Yeah, bro. Dude, you, you get into it for a couple of years, and then it's like, all right, I'm sick of this. Like, well, and it's also like the, this is what I I always preach, bro. Like yeah. Vegas is the wedding capital of the oh, world. Yeah. But it's like the $99 wedding capital of the world. People want to so come true. in. They want to come in. They want to get married in like 20 minutes and then yeah. like go party and drink. You know what I mean? Like they don't. It's not. It's not like New York, New yeah. Jersey, where you can have like a five ten thousand dollar budget for like just the photography or right. the video you know like out here the, the what is it the average cost of a wedding is like seven grand minimum wait average or as max, in maximum. drive through or as in just <laughs> no the regular a, no average is as like they rented a salon they yeah. got their photographer yeah, probably cheaper like, than that bro see that's that's cheaper. where i was really lucky because i i tell you what if i had to do a bunch of those at the beginning i would have got burned out so fast yeah um, i was very fortunate so this the first studio i worked for you know they they were pretty well established you know and so here and there we'd get some really good ones um at country clubs things like that are you allowed to say which studio i'd rather not okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. <laughs> i know uh, i know a couple of them out here me and me and yeah. chuck used to actually work for uh, cashman oh and we, yeah, we, yeah it wasn't cashman we cashman all day no yeah. blame. no we we, Just we, don't. we don't. that shit was super dead bro <laughs> yeah. like we would, talk shit, even, we would talk shit on cashman so. it wasn't even <laughs> cinematography bro we were like in the back behind the scenes in a closet controlling like these robot cameras <laughs> yeah you ever seen the wizard of oz yeah yeah don't look at the man behind the curtain that was us bro oh my god literally bro that's crazy yeah no like i mean the studio we're from we were like like legit you know and yeah. there's a whole team of us you know and um are you, are you, wait, are you still shooting with them no 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 I, okay. I left them to go and pursue stuff with my old roommate adam um okay. he so at the time uh, when that all happened adam had been in the wedding industry for a while now doing strictly photos mm-hmm. um and basically me and him linked up through shooting music photography but he was like hey you know we'd seen each other at a few weddings you know he'd be the photographer i'd be there with the video team and so he knew i did a little bit of video on the side and just one day he came up and he's like hey man and I got this couple. They don't have a really big budget to really go to anyone else. But I figured, you know, I know you do video. Do you want to, you know, go ahead and take a do you stab, at, take, it? Take a stab nice. at it? You know, I'll kick you all the money or whatever, you know, um, give you a little chance to do your thing, you know, and make a little bit extra cash. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. You know, so I went there and at that time I had like a little uh, T3i, you know, and I still had my T1i. So I had a little two camera setup, you know, it was yeah. a little nice. budget. You that, know? that, that, that was my first uh, DSLR too. The, the T3i. Yeah, mine was yeah. T2i. Yeah. Oh, okay. His is T3i. Damn, you like were OG though. You yeah, got the yeah. T1i. Well, so I, I got that shit used, man. That shit wasn't even 60 I got, FPS. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. 30 FPS. Yeah, or it was some horrible. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, I did that. And then slowly he just, like my buddy Adam, you know, we rocked it, man. Because it gave me a chance to really kind of step out of the cookie cutter way cookie cutter way that i was used to doing with the studio because mm-hmm. um, you know everything had to go through the approval process and it had to be a, you could if you watched all the videos you know from everyone you could kind of see that they had their way of doing it everything. was a formula it yeah. was a formula exactly yeah. um so by doing stuff on my own with adam um you know he really allowed me me and him worked worked well off each other really well like creatively and so i throw you know i'd show him an edit and you're like yeah it's really dope man like what if you do this or what if you move you know well, if you do some like time shifting stuff, you know, where before time shifting, you know, for me, it was like, oh, dude, you can't do that in a wedding film. You know, yeah, you can't yeah. start with the with the first dance and then go to ceremony and then go to toast and then, you know, jump back and forth. But I was like, all right, I'll try it. That is, is time you shifting know? the same thing as like time remapping? No, no, no. Like so so by, by, by time shifting, I meant like uh, where you're not doing everything. You're not showing everything chronological, chronologically. Like the, so yeah. you're not showing, you know, the getting ready, then the ceremony, then the oh, first yeah, dance, yeah. you know, because that's the way it was every time I used to edit, yeah. you know, with the old plays. 
But um, with him, you know, I was like able to experiment a lot more with like the storytelling side of things, you yeah. know. And um, but anyway, so the more stuff that I did with him, and I was making more, you know, and it, with it being allowing me to be more creative, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do a lot more stuff with this That's guy, it. you know. So I made the decision, you know, to part ways with the the, the studio, um, and so it was just me and Adam, and uh, it was just me and him for a couple months, and then I started bringing in few second shooters you know and assistance to help with my stuff and slowly we built up our own arsenal you know team and equipment you know and um now here we are four years later almost you know and, good stuff but man that, but we uh not to cut you off but what i was saying with like the smaller budget wedding stuff yeah um i i, I know if i would have done that stuff i would have gotten burnt out a long time ago we luckily like without him being um in this in the scene for a while before i got involved mm-hmm. you know he had a lot of connections with a lot of wedding bigger wedding planners with mm-hmm. you know who got the higher budget um couples and things like that and we we're you know you, yeah. you show up you know and they'd have a whole country club just decked the walls you know like insane like the insane amount of money. i think uh one of them we did like an, a uh indian wedding you know two days you know they rented out the four seasons the ballroom two days straight over around, over bro. 500 guests yeah all catered i'm like oh my gosh there's so much money in here right now you seen those like, bollywood uh weddings yeah like they would yeah. they yeah. cinematic dude, and everything dude, like they make it like a movie dude yeah, yeah. so um, and then even like these ones, like they, they brought in like an elephant or whatnot. Oh, like, I was like, bro, <laughs> that that's your typical Indian wedding though. Yeah. yeah, you but know, like, If they don't have an, if they don't have right. an elephant, they don't have like a helicopter. Was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> helicopter. Where's the helicopter? Dude, it was elephant? nothing like I'd ever shot before that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And actually Rosemary was on that one too. That was, she's, I mean, she's got a funny story about that one about her Shout falling, out to Rosemary. We'll falling, have to ask her fall, that one on the fall, Yeah, yeah definitely. fell with her, uh, with her steady cam on that one, but. <laughs> she fell? <laughs> yeah. Like tripped Ooh. over. Oh. Yeah. It was Typical ass yeah. Rosemary. This was back in the day when Rosemary, dude, I remember I shot a wedding with Rosemary too. It was, I don't think it was a actual wedding it was, it was an engagement I think it was mm. and she like I, I think this was the first time I had worked with her and she came through with like the big old yeah, yeah. vest and everything I, this little tiny person like with the big old vest I'm like damn look at you, you know, little badass she, she looks like a little ninja though she yeah. wears all black you know with it like, when you slick. see somebody like that you're like damn yeah. they're about it yeah. they're really about it like, they're we're, really get, we're getting our money's worth here you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tight tight uh, but anyways yeah so that's like kind of like my journey through everything and then um, you know now that I'm not doing as we're not doing as many weddings right now. It's kind of a slower season for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I've really been able to focus a lot on like doing a lot more portrait work and, and yeah. just exploring different sides of photography, you know, no, cause so. you know, so that kind of leads into like the next question is yeah, like, yeah. what, what got you started with portraits? Like, cause I've seen your, your feed. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's address two, two different, Let's address two different things. Hey, it worked. Two different things. You you have portraits. You have mm-hmm. music, uh, concert photography. Mm-hmm. But no matter what it is, it's all black and white. Let, yeah. let, let's elaborate on that real quick. All right. So the whole black and white thing. I mean, I, I wish I had like an elaborate answer for this. You know, but you just one, like black and white. Also, it was one of those things where like, so if you go deep in my feed. Um, I was doing the whole stereotypical. I went through a phase where it was the whole stereotypical teal and orange, you know, um, look, wow. you know? teal and orange all day. No, yeah. I'm it looks uh, good. It's yeah. It's cool. yeah. But then I was like, I, I, I was doing that though, just for like the, cause I knew that's what was popular at the time, you know? Yeah. And so I did that for a couple of months. I'm like, you know what? Like, why am I doing this? You know? So I stopped doing it and I didn't shoot for a while after that. I was like, I need to find something to re-inspire me. Like, you know, like portraits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and that's around the time when I was, I was like just getting into portraits. Um, but uh, 
So then once I started to get back into it, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm going to get lazy with this. Let's just throw black and white on there, you know. And, like, the more I played around with, like, the contrast and stuff, the more I – and, like, the grainy looks, you know, the more I kind of felt more drawn to that. And I felt like a lot of photos that I think I would have just thrown away normally because I'm like, oh, this wouldn't look good with, with the color, you know. I'd throw that, throw that bitch in black and white, you know. And it's I was like, I was like damn, deep. like, this is, like, a whole new photo yeah. now. Yeah. Because like, he showed me – like, that, that's the one thing with Keem. Like, he showed me this image mm-hmm. that he colored and he didn't like it yeah and then he put it in black and white and that completely changed Changes the whole it. dynamic yeah. of it like completely like not even like oh yeah it changed a little bit mm-hmm. it completely like because when in my in my opinion like when when you have when you have color in an image that mm-hmm. that's one element but when you completely remove the color from it yeah your eyes better easy able to, to on focus on, on one the subject to the composition three the light mm-hmm. yeah where the light's hitting like you know like are you yeah. seeing what you want to see is the color distracting I, you from that and that's what i love about it too because now now the way i see it you know is i can now i feel in a lot of the photos i take i can portray some sort of mood or some sort of feeling yeah. mm-hmm. or, no, you're, you're or, feed, bro. or play you're off of the shadows and the highlights a lot more than I could when I was shooting just color. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff I shoot in color. Um, I just don't show it to, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the public feed, you know, like yeah. when I said, when I, when I have like, obviously like professional, like, um, paid gigs, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I'll send them, you know, yeah majority color because that's what people want to see you yeah. know um, but then I'll, I'll throw in I'll sneak in a few of my black and whites in there I've actually had people that are like I've sent them just black and whites and I'm like oh these are awesome do you have any color ones I'm like sure I'll I'll, I'll do some for you oh. <laughs> I'll just throw a little basic like little that's preset that's on them you like, know, and send it to them you actually enjoy a little bit more do you ever feel like you'll start trying something else in the meantime or do you really like you really like the so right now i'm right still now. like deeply in love with the that's black dope, and white. That's i'm dope. starting yeah. to get into that if you look at my last mm-hmm. three pros they were all black and white bro yeah, yeah. i just feel like when, when you take away the color you're just mm-hmm. more easily able to focus on the light yeah um yeah so right now i'm still deeply in love with the black yeah. and white um I, I still have a lot of like awesome like color presets that i've made um through lightroom mm-hmm. that you know i'll pl- experiment with them here and there but very seldomly, seldomly do they get released, you know? Um, but who knows? I mean, I, f- I feel like any creative, you know, you know your style is going to change, you know, as you oh, mature 100%. and get, you know, craft your The day skill, you, you know? die, bro, yeah. you're forever so, going to change. Um, but as of anytime soon, I don't see it changing. I, I, I just love the tight. black and white. That's you know, tight. I've gotten to the point now, like, um, I know um, I have the little Fuji, my little Fuji camera, and um, it will actually, you can shoot in black and white on that thing. Like, it will record, like, the black and white JPEGs or whatever if you mm-hmm. want it to. I can, it shoots the RAWs, too, that yeah. I usually take. You know, if, it, if it's, like, a, a bigger project, I'll just take the RAWs and convert them. Yeah. You know? But yeah. if it's, like, a little, like, you know, photo walk, you know, I'll just shoot J- JPEG, you know, shoot it just straight black and yeah. white. And, yeah. All right, looks good enough to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see, so I like I, I, Instagram people, story, you know. Some people are so anal. They're like, yeah. oh, we have to do raw all the way. And I get it. Like, if yeah. you're really editing every single photo and you yeah. are that perfectionist, do you. Yeah, yeah. But in the end of the day, like. So it's, for me, it, it, it comes down like, to, you know, who's going to see this photo? Where am I going to post this photo? Mm-hmm. What's this photo for? Like yeah. I said, photo walks or, you know, if I'm just out and about shooting bullshit you know like all right I, jpeg is just fine you know mm-hmm. or if it's only going on like the instagram stories or yeah whatever you there's know? nothing worse than having like a you know two terabytes full of just you know it's the same raw yeah but like because you shot like 30 frames per second or whatever it was yeah. you shot the same one so many different times that's why I, i've gotten off continuous shooting unless i'm shooting something that that's going to be like motion that's mm-hmm. like i'm looking for that one specific frame uh-huh. i'll just i'll just do single shooting and i'll just f- frame it up light it up and then take one shot bro i, I can't do that 
I, I, I shoot in continuous all the time. Like, I'll do a one-hour shoot and end up with, like, 1,500 images. Raw hey, images. That's a wedding. That's wild because I, like, legitimately, I just started getting into continuous photo, and I don't like it because I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to edit through these. I'm like, <laughs> See, I, I, I mean, I've gotten, like, a – I'm trying to get the pitch perfect at the right <laughs> yeah. moment, but I usually get blurry shit, so yeah. maybe that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, I hate you. <laughs> I'm trying to get better. When I got the so- the new Sony, the A7 III, um, this last like set of shoots I did, you know, I was able to get that down from like 13, 1400 down to like 500. Jeez. Um, <laughs> but it's it, I have to consciously think about it. All right, slow down. Let's just frame this up instead of taking 30 shots. Let's try to get two. Yeah. You know? um, but I, I did an eight-hour wedding on Saturday, and I huh. ended up with about 1300 total raws. Dude, yeah, I can't do. I, I shoot. Not, I, I shoot a 15, 20 minute like music set, and I'll end up with like eight hundred. Jesus, yeah. I think I the most I've ever come home with, like from like a like a concert wise, like two full cards, two thirty two cards. Yeah, I'm not lying. Oh, that's not two 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 thirty two gigabytes. But shooting like full raw. Yeah, yeah. So so each one Wait. would hold about twelve hundred photos. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. So about three, just over three thousand negatives, you know, to go home See, and scroll through. And then when it's scroll through, dude. Yeah. And then what? Sometimes I shoot myself in the foot when I do that, though, because like certain uh, management teams are like, "Hey, we need we need these up by tomorrow morning. Can you Ooh. send them that night? You know, edit and send them that night." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." So then I'm up until three o'clock in the morning, you know, sitting there going through everything. And yeah. Every yeah. tap is a second, bro. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you start calculating it all. It's like, dude. And then did you mean tonight on the on, on the on the on the east? <laughs> coast right <laughs> <laughs> uh you know i haven't missed a deadline yet though you know at least hey, as far as that shit. goes Respect. i mean i mean portrait stuff you know if i'm not getting paid for it, i'm like oh, you guys can wait a little bit you know mm. two months <laughs> i don't do two months i usually no. <laughs> I, I usually tell them like two three weeks or whatever and then i'll get to them like a week and a half but. so let's go back to the to the where, where you mentioned earlier is you had you have a fuji right yeah you have a sony you have a canon yeah you're not tied down to any specific like camera brand or no. nothing not at the moment unless someone wants to uh He's Nikon me. all day, y'all. Fuck Nikon. <laughs> Somebody oh, cut, cut the check. Wait wait, 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 Why do you not like Nikon? I, you know, I'm I, just kidding. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no like real reason, but you throw a Nikon in my hands, and I just I, I have get no so clue lost. what to do. Same here, yeah. bro. Like, I just don't like the way the cameras look, bro. Like I know it's so bro, it looks like so a DSLR. The, the, like, the no, back, the back, racist. the back <laughs> looks so weird. I think. Yeah. The back, the menus, the mm-hmm. the, and this coming from a Sony guy, I don't like the menus in Nikon, bro. <laughs> if you know Sony, then I you think, know exactly I th- what he's on about. <laughs> I, I think I think if, if like like if this is like a common fact, Canon for sure has the best menus. Oh the yeah, best a thousand because it's stupid. But, it's so, stupid as fuck. It's like oh this 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 and yeah. this. Sony has like a trillion things you have to go through. And but have you guys seen the new so Sony much. the new system for the A7 III? No. no. You you can set cu- a custom menu. So you only need you oh, can select the only what, bro, shit you remember need. Remember we that's were talking firmware. about that, bro. We that's were a, like, "Yo, we need a." They should integrate this, and we were like, "Oh, that'd be a great idea." But I thought the A7R2 had it when I bought it, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Bro, like when I because when I first got it, I, yeah. I was going from a 6D Canon 6D uh-huh. to an A7R2." Yeah, and I was like, "God, Ooh, that, like, mega, that megapixel jump <laughs> completely, <laughs> first bro." First, yeah, going from 20 megapixels to 42, was it, 42 megapixels, yeah. it double, bro. I was yeah. easily able to like crop and just go in half 50 percent. You know yeah. what I mean? You get like three different photos. That yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah basically but uh 
well, what I was saying is that I got the camera going from Canon to Sony. The menu system is completely different because oh, yeah. you have so many different options. Dude. You can customize every button to do something different on That's every camera. Love. That's what I love about Sony. And this stuff. is one thing. This it's one thing that it's like a double edged sword. I love it and I hate it because me and Chuck both shoot on A7R2s. Mm -hmm. But like if I if I take his camera, oh, it's, it's all different. <laughs> it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, that's so. like uh, so. I learned that, and then I was like, you know, for one wedding, I was like, hey, let's, let's rent another Sony, you know? And yeah. then it got here, but it was all default. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't know I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> you know? All I know is my button. So I had to go yeah. through, like, like an hour or two before the wedding, go through and, it and, and match it up to mine, you know? So all the C1, C2, C3 was all the same, you know? That should be like a like a, like a update for, like, the next camera, bro. Like it's, a setting you like can setting, save, or like, like a preset setting? setting put, it it put it in the memory card. No, it's going to start off like this. You have to save it. You, <laughs> you have to save it. Original. You're going to have to save it in the uh -huh. memory card. And you have to put it in. You're going to have to update the firmware, and then the, the settings transfer over. Yeah. But, like, in my my perfect, like, wor dream world, you would take your camera, my camera, like, give a little tap. Like, little NFC. Tap. NFC, boom. NFC, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. That would, that would be Bitcoin. Tight. Bitcoin. <laughs> I hate you so much, bro. Just put the little triangle, bro, Illuminati. But yeah. Okay. So um, the other thing, um, when you when you shoot and everything, mm -hmm. like, what is your, wh what do you think when you shoot something like creatively? Do you are you inspired off something, or are you um emotionally attached to it, or do you just shoot? So. The simple answer is I just shoot. Mm -hmm. Like uh, going into the shoot, you know, beforehand, I'll I'll try to find inspiration, you know, um, either through my Instagram feed. I'm constantly using the bookmark feature and the collections, mm -hmm. you know, to take uh, find you know inspiration. So I'll kind of like usually depending on the shoot, I'll um, you know if it's like a like a boudoir shoot that I've coming up or something like that, you know, for that specific person, I'll make a specific collection. And I'm like, oh, this might work for this shoot coming up, you know, whether it's you know based off wardrobe setting poses things like that. So I kind of have like an idea when I'm going into it, kind of like what I want to capture. Mm -hmm. Usually once I get into it though, all that goes out the window and I don't even check my phone to look back up like what I saved, you know, I'm usually, I'm just shooting, Hey, let's try this. Let's try this. You know? That's dope. That's yeah. Super dope. Um, and then a lot of it, a lot of like my favorite shots and a lot of the shit I post just comes from that going back to the continuous, you know, shooting, I'm just popping off frame and just moving the entire time. Like, That's dope. Um, you know, low, high, you know, getting down super low. I got to remember, I got a microphone to talk into, <laughs> yeah, you're good, you're um, good. you know, but everything like that. And so that's, um, yeah, simple answers. I just shoot, you know, I don't, I'm not really focused on a whole lot and that sometimes gets me in trouble with the fucking hair bands on the wrist. You know, I don't notice until like the end of the shoot and they're yeah. like, damn it. Now I got to Photoshop all that out, you know, or, yeah. you know, um, or my settings were off and now I'm underexposed or overexposed or one of my know. biggest pet peeves is when you're shooting, when you're shooting like portraits, right? Like, mm -hmm. and you don't notice how much hair is like, in, in a weird place like yeah. you know like if you have the model with her hand up and then the yeah, you're so over. into it into you're it. like so yeah. into it like, yeah there, there's like, like so aw. many things like i have to i have to shoot with like a tablet next to me and then kind of like zoom in and make sure everything's good yeah to go. otherwise it's like it's fine because you can always edit it out right but you just make it more work for yourself but see I, I would like to eventually get a setup like that like if i'm yeah. doing studio stuff i yeah. think that'd be dope um to so have shooting tethered tethered, tethered is tethered like, is, yeah. is hard to shoot with a sony because you have to use capture one you can't mm -hmm. use lightroom mm -hmm. that's weird i've never even used capture one but I've seen other people using it. I'm like, yeah, yeah this looks... Well, here, my, my, let me it's, just share my... Uh, isn't it unstable or did they fix that? Because I don't want to say... Wait, when's unstable. the last time you've used it though? That one time, right? Yeah, but it, it wasn't that long yeah. ago. And there... 
Okay, I could be wrong. At the time of this recording, I could be wrong. But the last time I used it, <laughs> the only way to get it to to get Lightroom to notice uh, your camera was well, you can plug it in. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it, it wasn't built to shoot with Sony. The firmware hadn't come out yet, or mm -hmm. if, if it hasn't, if it's, if it's even come out yet, you had to basically create a watch folder inside Lightroom. Oh. Mm -hmm. And tell Lightroom watch this folder. Yeah. So when you shot, you had to it use pop up. You didn't use the software for Lightroom. You used like a Sony software that came with the camera when you plug it in. Yeah. So when you shoot, it goes into your computer. So the photos go into your computer or your hard drive. Yeah. And then that watch folder would be watched by Lightroom. Yeah. And then Lightroom would then auto import into your. Ooh, that just sounds but, way too. That sounds like way you, too much. Like I'm yeah. gonna edit it right now. But the thing is, if if, if if the cable got just a little bit loose or like you yeah. moved it, it would shut down the entire like operation, bro. Like you'd have to start all over again. And it just like I tried to do it for a corporate shoot one time, and it just did not work out. I was I felt embarrassed, bro. I was like, yeah. damn, sucked. So if you have to if you have to shoot tether, tether tools has the the, the cable, the orange mm -hmm. one. What have you looked at? Uh, what's that? Um, I just saw the guys from F Stoppers use in a video. It was like a shoot off thing, but it's like the both. It's like it goes on your hot shoe and connects to your camera, but then it's like wireless and you can like hook it up to like a iPad or something like that. Um, it was on your hot shoe. Uh, well, Cam like Ranger, Cam Ranger. Is Have that like a that? Kickstarter thing? Never I, I don't know it. if it started on on Kickstarter or not, but I know it, you can like set it up on your hot shoe, but then you have to obviously have a like a PC sync cable or whatever mm -hmm. yeah. that goes to your camera. But then the other end, it's all wireless, and so like the receiver end like plugs into like an iPad or something, and then you have your your monitoring right there. Damn, that's gangster. I never. That heard sounds that. way faster. I think, it, I, I think yeah. it's called Cam Ranger. Cam Ranger. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I just saw it um, <clears throat> being. I mean, I've heard of it before. Um, I think I just saw it recently on like an F Stoppers video that they did. Like they were shooting like some house for like a competition or whatever. But I'll just say like fuck. If anybody out there is listening to this that knows about a technology that can do that, whichever it is, which is Cam Ranger, or if it's what Keem was talking about and it's a little bit faster, please let us know. All right. Drop a comment down below. We would all love it. <laughs> Cam Ranger, shoot us. We all us, learning. Shoot us some free gear and we'll, hey. we'll comment, <laughs> comment <laughs> like and su subscribe. <laughs> Smash that like button. <laughs> Real quick, let, let, let's talk about uh, your past. Uh, do, do you have any like influences that influence your, your style or did you kind of just figure it on your own and you did your own thing? So, I mean, I actually have a lot of photographers I follow on Instagram. For a while there, I got to the point where I like purged my entire like following list, you know, and I started just following just pages that inspired me. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that kind of went to shit, you know. And I follow a bunch of bullshit accounts, but like he follows of, me now. No, I, <laughs> oh. I, follow, I follow a bunch of meme accounts now. That's just all day. Um, but no, so like some like some some people that um, you know, I take. Not I wouldn't say influenced, but I really look up to right now. Mm -hmm. um, there's this guy out there. I think he's based in LA. His name's Stephen Finasco. Um, he does a bunch of dope work, um, portrait and like street style type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, another guy who's kind of the same realm as him is this guy named Thirteenth uh, Witness. Thirteenth um, Witness. Dude, he's Damn, dope. I haven't heard his name for a minute. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah, the guy did, who got me into photography. Yeah, he too. does a lot of like street stuff too. Super dope work. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's based out in New York. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, other other works, you know, I have a bunch of, like, music photographer people that I look up to, you know. Um, and then and I have a lot of friends who are in that industry and whatnot. And um, then uh, there's a, a wedding photographer called Gabe McClintock. Amazing work. Like, he, he's to the point now where, like, like he, like, shoot, like, he started, I feel like he started, like, the Iceland craze, you know, with everyone going uh, out to Iceland to shoot everything. But his work and the colors he does, it's just amazing. Um, and then there's do, do they also shoot black and white or are they also color? Uh, most people that, that I've said right now do both. Do both? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's this other girl, um, 
I think her name was Candice, Candice something, but her, her username on Insta- Instagram is like the Blissful Maven or something like that. She does like really moody uh, couple portraits, mm-hmm. um, which is always dope. I, and she shoots a lot of like black and white too. Um, those are like my main influences right now, I'd say, you know, coming from like a photography Dang, um, I'm, I'm checking out the Blissful Maven right now. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like, check out check out Gabe McClintock. I've noticed. I've no- I noticed she 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 lowers her highlights a lot. Oh yeah yeah That's, yeah. What's his name? Dave. Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. Gabe. G A B E. Yep. McClintock. Mc. M C. Oh here it is. Here yeah. Is. Spell it out for the oh, people dang. who are listening so they can little, see little with you. Little pop up. Little pop up. <laughs> yeah, pop it up. <laughs> dang. Yeah, I found I found him uh, a while ago. There's another guy actually um, that I've been loving his work. Um, Diego, gosh, oh, I can't think of his last name. Yeah, um, but he shoots with like these like LED lights behind all of his models, and uh-huh. it looks fucking sick, dude. Like, like they're all they're like all silhouette type shots. Um, but the no, they're all like you know like, they're almost like the, um, uh, just like these LEDs that he can change like the colors and whatnot. I'm like mm-hmm. they're like RGB um, LED light bars. Um. And they look dope, the stuff he's doing with that. Um, and then video-wise, I mean, there's a few people I, I follow um, from, like, overseas, you know, like, wedding mm-hmm. wedding filmmakers and whatnot. Like, um, so right now, are you more photo or more video, or is it half and half in this spectrum? I'd say more photo right now. I do a lot more photo That's shoots dope. than anything. I mean, I love doing video. Video was always my first love, obviously, yeah. you know, going back to, you know, my middle school, high school days. Um I just find, like, when it comes to video, like, I want to shoot stuff I want to shoot, you know? And most of the time nowadays, it's more so music videos. Um, and so, I mean, I've got I've got a few people that, you know, a few videos, like, in the works and whatnot. Um, but there's a lot more to it than just... Yeah. I can go shoot a music video, like, people are like, I'm going to go shoot a music video, but it's like, no, I want this music video to be exactly what I'm trying right. to... Right. And what's envision. hard about music videos is, at least in, like, because right now, like, I shoot a lot of music videos, like, in, like, the hardcore metal pop yeah, type I scene, like you know? Videos. Um, so it's a lot of local, smaller local bands. Obviously, you know, I don't expect them to have, like, the bigger budgets, you know? Mm-hmm. But one thing is, you know, for me personally, and... Anything I, I'm going to attach my name to, you know, and not to dog on people or bands are just getting started, you know, um, but like if I'm producing something like a music video, I really like want to be able to like be a fan of that band and a fan of that song. Yeah, that's and what we, that we, we just talked about. It's funny because we always talk about that, like because a lot of people, you know, they hit us up and I'm like, damn, I'm not really feeling your music. And yeah. this isn't no offense to right. you. Yeah. I just might not like your type of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but I can't I can't edit well if I'm not. No, exactly. I can't even if, shoot that well. It, you can do it. Yeah. But it's not fun it's and not, not going to be fun it's a passion project so i'm not getting really anything out of this to that extent so i want it to be fun for me all the way yeah. through i feel like it's it's not going to be a, a actual representation of your work yeah if you're not feeling it you yeah. know what i mean like you're 100%. just gonna get sloppy with it and it's gonna come out bad 100 so, 100 whether so it's paid or unpaid yeah, yeah. so that's uh, so that's what i love like so right now like you know the the main people i work with you know um I work a lot with this band called Words from Aztecs. They're like a hardcore band, metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've done, I'm, 
almost all of their all their videos you know and but they're just like they're some of my best friends you know and they always come into it with such good attitudes you know and always have like the dopest ideas you know and we just feed really well off each other and with being a fan of their music you know it just we vibe really well and everything yeah um another group um my friends and a friend of foe i've worked on a few videos with them and one of their members um matt he's well matt and juan um juan their lead singer and matt their guitar player they're both very visually creative as well you know and they they do their own video work stuff and matt matt kills it when it comes to editing like mm. that dude is like i'm like damn dude some of the shit he pulls off i'm like how'd yeah. you do that man damn, that's like, so like, let me let me see that that premiere file real quick you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Get, uh, get some of it but uh but then it's just so cool because like when we all come together on something you know like some of the shit that we make is like some of my favorite even if it's yeah. a couple years old you know at this point do you prefer to edit your own projects or do you prefer just to shoot it or um, is there like a role that you prefer to have when you're work when you're involved in a music video? It changes project to project, to be honest. Okay. Um, I really like editing um, the videos most of the time. Um, there's sometimes where I get to a point where I'm like, all right, I don't, I'm not, I'm not feeling creative on this. So yeah. if I know someone else can take it on and like really do it justice, then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with passing it off. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's also been projects where like, Hey, I just want to shoot this. If you have an editor, you know, you can send it off to then awesome. I'll, I'll help shoot, you know, I'll, I'll play the, the role of a amateur DP, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, I, I can't direct worth a shit, you know, but you know, I can work a camera and, you yep. know, see the lighting and things like that. Um, but most projects, I'd say though, I, I shoot and edit most of them mm-hmm. and see them to completion. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've had people that hit me up and and they're like, oh, l- let's just shoot, let's just shoot something real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just bring your camera, like you know. I was like, no. See, I also love though when I can have an idea and then I have friends who like, hey, I know you do this project. Would you mind? I have this idea. Will you let me shoot it? I'll do it for for free, basically. You mm-hmm. know, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do it." So like, I just shot like my first rap video not too long ago. Ooh. Um, and like, I just had this idea. I was watching a lot. Of, like, I was really into like Kendrick Lamar at the time. You know, so I was watching a bunch of Kendrick Lamar videos. You know, so I was like super like like inspired and whatnot. And so I hit up with hit up the the group. You know, the rap group. I was like, "Hey, this is what I want to do for your video. Are you guys down to let me shoot it?" Like, yeah, we got a perfect song for it. You know, and so. We did that and released it a while ago now, but I was pretty I was gonna say, is it, it. is it it's out? Yeah, it's out. Okay. It's um called um uh, Power Box Joints. Let's but, play it. <laughs> yeah. Power Box Let's play Joints it right now. Play it right now. Wait, can we? Uh can we you, have that power? Can you bring it up on your phone? <laughs> Sorry. Soon. What do you mean? Soon. Uh oh. Oh we well you can't do it on the live stream? Huh? You can't do it on the live stream? Uh, we can do it, but I gotta set it up. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Thing. We'll check it out after. Go, go, uh, find that link in the in the description. There you go. There you go. That's <laughs> uh, a that's a good way. Yeah, to, yeah. Power, Powerbox joints by the group Five Thousand One. Okay. Five K One. They're pretty. I'll, I'll have you send it to me too, just so yeah, I can yeah. make sure it's the right one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was like my first little rap video that I did, and I, I'm pretty proud of it. You know, it's pretty cool. They're all cool guys. It was fun to make. Yeah. So. So if you're on YouTube, it'll be down in the description. If you're listening to this, what happened? Oh, is your camera? No worries, bro. <laughs> so, okay, well, the cameras. Sorry, guys, we're having a little technical difficulty right now. <laughs> Did the camera turn off? I don't know. Might have overheated. Really? It's not even recording. That's the thing about Sony's, too, man. Sony's like one of the downsides is they, especially the A7R2. It overheats, man. Yeah, my A7S2. SMS2 it, it's it overheated once um it was at um Scars and Stripes the music festival that was downtown um a while ago uh, 
anyways i was shooting in the middle of a set like in the first bands like during the day and maybe about halfway through their set and then it just shut off and like fuck like this is not good because like wow. like the the luckily i mean luckily i didn't have to sh- actually shoot like i was only supposed to shoot the headliner but i was just kind of shooting my friends who yeah. were like opening like in the middle of the day um so it wasn't that big of a deal um and it was fine at night but i was like that was the first time i've had, like, had it like shut off on me like midway through shooting i'm like oh was God, it hot outside yeah, it was, it was pretty Did hot. it have, like, that little temperature thing where it was, like, saying, and we're good, okay. by the way? But, yeah, like... It yeah, yeah, little... so it started with, like, the little temperature gauge or whatever. Um, and then, it, but it just got to the point where the shutter wouldn't even go off. Ooh, I, but it, it, was still, it, was still, it was still on, but I couldn't shoot anything. Yeah. Wow. And, then, and then it got to the point where it just completely shut off. That's why I love... As and then much it, as went I turn, like... it went turned back on, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, you like, kind of have to, like, put it... You have to cool it down, man. Yeah, yeah. I went That's why I like the, the FS5 that we have, the mm-hmm. FS5. Bro, it's a tank. It's like a freaking. Because bro, it has fucking fans on it. You know, it has yeah. actual fans built into it, yeah. so it's yeah. not like gonna like. And the battery know, will last overheat. you a whole day. All day. Really? You know, yeah. Oh, they're like the big fat. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're like they're like that big, bro. Like yeah, yeah. freaking, you know, juice packs. Yeah. <laughs> juice, juice boxes. <laughs> juice packs. That's what I use to like power like my LED lights and like my I like a little Atomus like um, Shogun or whatever, you know. And, yeah. Throw on some fat Sony batteries on that thing, and it'll run for hours. That's one thing I got, we got to try. The the uh, small HD uh, mm-hmm. Focus has a Anton ba- Bauer battery mm-hmm. on it, and it also has a a port that you can actually like daisy chain your A7 camera basically to. You it. know, I think I've seen that actually. I yeah. think my my buddy Billy has that actually, yeah. and it looks it, it works really well. I he has, how he long has it set up. I don't know how long it lasts, but um, he has it like then he has like the little like clamp or whatever, so he hangs it off his gimbal, you know. So it looks mm-hmm. it looks legit, legit. So one thing I'll, I'll say too is like when you're shooting music videos and everything, like do you have any motivation such as like cinematographer, like uh, in the the realm of like Spike Jones? I know I say yeah. both the Spikes, but Spike Jones mm-hmm. and Spike Lee, yeah, like they really do like so, motivate me. So kind of like um, kind of like the same thing with like my photos. I don't really follow like any like. I, there's like maybe two music video directors I actually follow, mm-hmm. um, but other than that when I go before going into a shoot, I usually go to YouTube and I have, um, I have like three different playlists, you know, private playlists I have where I just save certain videos. Like, cause there's certain things I like about those videos. And, um, sometimes what I like to do is when the band sends me the song that they want to do, you know, you I'll play that, but it. then, but then I'll play like a video that I think might fit and I'll just mute it, That's you know, and, like kind of get a vibe for it. Um, but there's uh there's this guy out of LA, uh, named Darren Miller, Darren Miller, Darren Miller Films, I think is his um, Instagram, but uh, he does a bunch of dope, like high budget music video stuff for like Chris Brown and mm-hmm. a bunch of other like big artists. Um, and then the other one is this guy, I don't know his actual name. I just know him by, um, his company name is Naughty Mantis Films or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he actually plays in a band. Um, he's like a drummer for like a touring band or whatever. And, but he's like directed and like produced like all of their newer music videos and his on fucking on point, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, like visually just awesome stuff. Like anything by the plot in you that's like more recent. Yeah. Amazing, amazing stuff that he's doing with them. So <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, Jacob Owens? I have not. Jacob Owens is a is a, a DP producer, director, editor. Like he's mm-hmm. he's he's one of the people that I first started following when I started doing music videos because because mm-hmm. we basically started around the same time, like 2012, 2013, doing music videos. Mm-hmm. And he was he was one of the dudes that was on YouTube, like really producing these rap videos for these you know mm-hmm. l- little to no budget, but they but yeah. the way he shot it, the way he edited it, made, like you know it made it look hype. 
Yeah. Uh, so he's one of the dudes that I originally started following. We got to get him on the podcast, bro. We got to see if we can get him on here. Yeah, Jacob Owens will be on here. Yeah. We'll pay him. Coming soon. Two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I I feel you. There's there's because every everybody's different in how yeah. they shoot it, mm-hmm. so you can't really say like it's not like photographer. You can say, oh, I like the way this photographer does it because yeah. everybody, you know. And a lot of times I get on set and then I fucking wing it, dude. You know, hey. like, like I go into it. <laughs> Man, that's like my whole life, dude, bro. I go into it thinking, all right, I'm gonna use the gimbal on 90% of this shoot, it's like, no. and then I end up hand holding for the whole shoot, you know, yeah. or some some shit like that. But you that's know? how and you kind of know you're you, you've reached that next level. Because mm-hmm. I, I I can personally say, realistically, I still get a little bit too influenced by the outside world. Mm-hmm. So when I'm shooting stuff, I think of like, oh, it has to be perfect. It has yeah. to be this, and then I'm like, I have to like step back and be like, yo, what? Wait, wait, wait. But see, that's where Let I me wish. Do me. Yeah, yeah, Let me no. Do me. And I, I feel that. I feel yeah. that hard, you know. But sometimes I wish, like, I wish I would have like been in the like gotten into the industry, you know, and been on like actual legit like shoots, like these higher end, like mm-hmm. higher artists. See how they produce it, you know. Because you're you're seeing a different level. Because this is just level, yeah. any any. Uh, I don't want to say it to like belittle anybody or any of us, mm-hmm. but any Joe Schmo can pick up a camera and yeah, say yeah. I'm a filmer, no, I'm totally. a director. But when you actually see somebody. And that's why I say Spike Jones, because mm-hmm. I see his stuff since I was a baby. I've been looking at his work, you know what yeah. I mean? And not even knowing it, who he was, mm-hmm. but like he always was outside of the circle trying new things. And that's what like super inspired me. I really like his commercials. I can just say one thing, though, like personally, like I don't think I've reached the level of like my true creativity. I'm yeah. still learning a lot. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And I, I, I feel like. Yeah, I'm, I, I want to learn a little bit more before I finally say, like, ooh, I want to try this and try that. But that's also to the same place that we were talking. Sometimes the capital's not there, yeah. and you can't get your true vision out. Like, right. you've seen that Apple commercial. You yeah. know, they made, like, a whole entire set to what it was like Spike a, Jones was thinking. Have you, you know? seen that one? The, the is that Apple the one, one where it was, like, it was the like, house moves with figs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With yeah, figs? I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Or what? Twig? Or figs? What's her name? <laughs> Twig? What's her name? What are you talking about? F- the, the FK group? Twigs? FK the girl who was dancing. Oh, she's I don't a know singer. Her name. She's yeah. a singer. Oh, is she? I might. I, I completely. I, for, I think. Her I think name. I saw. I think I saw like yeah, the yeah. BTS on that on like on Pitypixel or some shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. And that's, but how, that's, that's how I know about like, it. That's like that's the, the kind of projects I want to work on. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, I think it'd be dope to be on set on, for something like that. But yeah, I think the problem with a lot of a lot of creatives too is they feel like they don't want to work on projects until they can get to that level. I'm like, yo, you're not yeah, going to get there. But you got to learn that. you got to yeah. learn before you get oh, there. Because yeah. trust me, all the Spike mistakes Jones first. wasn't doing that when he first started. He was probably picking up the camera filming dumb shit. Like Sometimes I feel like, like, I feel like I should be like further along, though, than what I'm at. I feel you. Know? you. For as much as yeah, I have done, there, man. you know, not to say, I mean, I'm always looking, you know, when to my next shoe, I always want to be the best one. You yeah. Know? But you, you want every single I feel one like, I feel like, you know what? With most of my shoots, I feel like I've kind of like plateaued a little bit, and I'm like, damn, dude, like, how do I, how do I raise this up? And I know it's more of like a self-discipline thing, because a lot of times I show up on shoot, you know, and then I ditch everything I was gonna do, you know, like I was saying. Um, but then sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work out how I thought, you know. And so, like, I don't know if it's a mental thing where I just feel like, oh, at the end, I'm like, damn, I could have done a lot more. Truly, I love know? hear like you saying that, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it makes me feel a little bit comfortable because yeah. I feel like I'm the same way. I'm like, let me try a little bit more tonight, and then I'm already like tired, and I go there, and I just do the same formula I'm yeah. used to and I'm like yeah damn what am, do I really want to do this and then I start questioning myself like is this me is this really what I want to do right. but I, I guess it's just anybody probably any director would even say because I, I watched uh I think Quentin Tarantino like they had his first film ever and they they showed it oh, I, I forgot that. where was it like a documentary yeah it was on YouTube it was bro like it a, was pretty I think shitty. it was black and white right? right it was pretty pretty shitty yeah I was like 
oh wow like yeah everybody starts from somewhere yeah. you know i, I don't mean? know what you're supposed to talk about every project that i ever worked on has been amazing straight fire <laughs> <laughs> I, I sometimes i don't even record and it comes out fire bro <laughs> damn dude like sometimes i leave the lens cap on <laughs> and i'm like damn that looks dope damn, sometimes you, that don't, film you, grain. you don't even shoot to the sd card you know i like just... it i like it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so breaking it down because i think we're hitting we're hitting the one hour mark now at this point damn that was um, quick yeah, bro. I'm telling you, conversation oh, isn't too bad. One hour, two minutes. I'm bad. You Whoa. made it. You made it to the hour, bro. Yeah, bro. That's how interesting you are. There you go. I don't think I'm that. I hate and we minutes, could, bro. <laughs> and we no, can easily ramble on for like yeah. another hour. Yeah, yeah. Too, well, I, so for me, whenever I just start talking about cameras, though, and, and like filming, you know, it's hard to stop. <laughs> it's hard to stop, man. And that's and you know, I think that's when you hit your like your your true your true creative. That's, that's your passion, yeah. bro. That's, that's your, passion. your. You can talk about it, you know. That's yeah. your lifeblood, man. Yeah. Literally. I feel I, I I feel like I'm that way with with, with photography, video, and like now at this point is Bitcoin. <laughs> I bring it into every single conversation. Hey man, bro. I'm becoming after, that guy. after that 88 Nate, you know, uh, podcast where I was like, man, I should look into. Oh, you listen? Good yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Respect. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. I, I, wait, did did you check out the, the 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 music video that we shot? The what's it called? The gold digital, digital gold. gold. This, yeah. So I haven't checked out the music video yet. I I know he was talking about Dude, it, but um, we literally like went outside <laughs> we just went outside my house like oh, really? the thing i've done music videos where mm-hmm. i'll where i'll like plan it out i'll storyboard it i'll shot yeah. list it i'm like See, i've tried that I'm, like, too, so it dedicated like, it works <laughs> and then we shoot it and like it was one of the one, our projects that i actually worked on with him yeah. we did all that bro and then the footage got corrupt so it ended up going oh. nowhere we actually yeah we shot that like two years ago what movie what, what it was what it music was, video it was, was mama's whip mama's whip oh, wow. it was it was a song where it was glorifying my soul it was a song where it was glorifying driving it like all, all the people that like, like basically just drive their mom's cars everywhere you know what i mean uh but anyways but then we'll, we'll do something like and if we upload a video like that it'll get like 200 views 300 views yeah. but then it's like we show something like that that's just random we just went outside the house i put my a65 on a ronin yeah. and i just walked around him as he's rapping bro yeah it's got like it's got to have ha- at least half a million collective views at this yeah point. bro it's really it yeah hit, like on facebook realm like I know for a fact, bro. I seen the video like at three hundred thousand. That was just on Facebook. Yeah. So in the YouTube realm, I think that was like another hundred thousand. And who else knows like where it's yeah. been shared on like Reddit, Reddit and all that and stuff. Shit. Yeah, I started getting uh, there's this website called Steemit, where people can upload videos, mm-hmm. and you basically depending on how many views, it's like YouTube, how many views or clicks you get on it, you actually get paid a cryptocurrency for it. Really? And somebody uploaded it, and it had like a couple uh, oh, t- tens of I thousands didn't of views. Know this. And I was like, I was like, damn, somebody got paid. For something I did for free, bro. Like that's I'm salty. Damn. And if you ever look, wait. So that, so they they don't like they don't like verify like if you're the original creator or not. I don't think maybe, so. bro. No, you have to look into it, dog. Hey man, you don't say no until you actually look into it, and you can be well, like, the, that's my copy. Yeah, there's that's a check my, waiting for me. I'll gladly take it. The check yeah. ain't gonna wait to you until you go look and see if there's some that's copyright true. infringement on that. There's shit, a lot man. of holes in crypto right now. We're still working it yeah. out, you know. Yeah, because it's funny. Um, the thing about that streamer site, everybody gets paid from the commenters to the people who really? like yeah. the video. It's Sick, yeah. and you can post anything like music. Definitely look it up. I was like, yeah, see, yeah. this is the future. Well, I'd be curious though, like, where do they get the money? Like, where's the funding come from to pay out all this? It's an entire ecosystem. Mm. I could explain it, but that's that's another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It works. It, it works. Crypto's <laughs> nice, but I, I, oh, I don't want to get too into it because somebody did talk to me today. Mm. How would when Bitcoin gets to that point? Yeah. How is it going to be audited by taxes? What do you mean? Like, okay, when let's Bitcoin just say we, tra- we keep trading Bitcoin all day long and we're paying each other out with Bitcoin, right? Yeah. When's the day? Well, how, how does how does it get taxed? It can't get taxed until you change it into 
dollar bills. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no way to let's just say we keep it. trading in Bitcoin all day long. Yeah. How does, you, how does the government come in and be like, hey, we're going to tax they this? They can't. You know it's mean? not okay. trackable. Right now. But they will Right now, it yeah. It's, well, it's period. You can't track it. I mean, you can tell it's in your wallet. They don't know who which wallet belongs to which to what person. So there's no way. Unless you cash it out. Mm-hmm. If you decide to cash it out, good luck, buddy. Because there's like a whole, if you want to do it the legal way, you got you to gotta do tons of paperwork per transaction. Then what's the point, man? What's the point of... If you can. Well, you could still do it. It's just yeah. under the table. Like if you had like a hundred uh, bucks that you wanted to flip, yeah. make it 300, 500 bucks, you could, and nobody would ever bat an eye because no, it's still new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like when, like, like YouTube, you can upload any video as long as you maybe change the pitch of it. There's yeah. no, there's really no <laughs> increase it by one point three percent. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's really no repercussions. It's funny because it. I've done that with the song that I Shazam it. I'm like. Does it get Shazam? Right. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, I've done. I've done like because like, like wedding videos, you know, yeah. before before uh, you know, for like sites like the music bed and things like that, you know, using like popular ass like videos or songs, you know, throw them in the video. Vimeo flags and like fuck, you know, I can't send this off because now there's no audio, Boop. you know. So just re-export it with like the audio, you know, slightly slightly a little bit faster. And I've had videos uploaded to YouTube and then like they'll force forcibly remove the audio and replace it with like some kind of like, dandy yeah. <laughs> song. That corporate. Fucking yeah, music, corporate, music corporate like, jingle music bed or <laughs> music bed. No, premium beep <laughs> <laughs> all right so wrapping up this podcast uh, what words of wisdom can you give our viewers right now that are maybe upcoming in the game or kind of have watched this episode and you know they're, they're, they're digging what you're doing and they kind of want to follow in your footsteps what advice can you give to somebody who's watching so on a serious note i guess i'd say just don't give a shit about what anyone thinks yes. just do you um, who cares if you go through different phases of, you know, your edit, what your edits look like, things like that. As long as you love it, it's cool, man. Just keep on doing it. Don't, don't chase the numbers as much as I personally want that 10 K so I can get the swipe up feature on Instagram. <laughs> you know, I've, I just learned, you know, like it will happen if it, if it happens, you know, mm-hmm. um, other than that, I'm not going to try to force it anymore. I'm almost like this close to giving up on even like hashtagging anything anymore you know yeah so. i went through a phase myself too where i'm just like yeah oh, dude i'm tired um especially since like recently i almost hit like 2k finally and Congrats. and then but well then i lost like 13 followers i'm like fuck this dude so and now i'm back to the point where i'm like i don't care yeah you know like yeah whatever Ch- I, chase the vision don't change exactly because uh, when that was happening dude, i was i would i i like spammed my my account dude i was like all right i'm gonna post like three photos a day you know i did that for like a week and then i lost like 13 followers i'm like all right well i'm just going back to doing what i was doing you know and you know see what happens um so that, i mean that's that's i guess the serious advice i'd give is you know do your own thing you know follow don't, your heart yeah literally you know like as um, as and then a second word of wisdom is you know this is something that i learned um i was told when i was very little at a skate park um some random homeless guy came by and me and my friends were just skating around some scooters and he goes when you go swimming never forget a towel and it just stuck with me so always always take a towel with you when you go swimming mm. <laughs> Dang, stay dry. Stay dry. <laughs> stay dry. I don't think you gotta worry. I don't think you gotta bring a towel with you when you go swimming in Vegas, bro. You, Not in, yeah, you're going in, dry in, you can just sit on. You can sit on a bed and just dry. <laughs> like, like as, 10 so, seconds. as soon as you get out well, of the pool, like it's just it's. <laughs> that, that advice has been voided, bro. That advice no longer works in 2018. But on the East Coast, yeah, bring yeah. a towel. Well, yeah, yeah. Come, in, come or a I'm originally area. from Washington, you know, so there oh, it's always yeah. raining, you yeah. know. But um, you know, every time you go swimming, you always gotta bring oh, yeah. that towel, you know. 
And you, you heard it here first. <laughs> Bring a towel. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you very. Where was I going with that? <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in to the morning dinner. Uh, we've had uh, Tyler Tyree. Does, does pronounce that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll go ahead and post all his stuff uh, down in the description, show notes. If you're listening to this on just you know iTunes or YouTube or whatever, that way you guys can check him out. Um, but yeah, thank cool. you for being on here, man. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I had a blast. Yeah. You know, I came into this like. Kind of nervous, you know, not knowing yeah. what to expect, you know. I told you, man, don't be nervous. I know, I yeah, know, man, man. but it, no, it was fun. cool. It was super fun. It's yeah. fun. So, appreciate it. Love y'all. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.